Welcome to On The Daily, a podcast about finding the acoustic you. I'm your host, Danielle McCleary. I am a serial optimist and a champion of people who has long been on a search to truly see people and help you peel back all of your layers and become the most acoustic, authentic, and best version of yourself. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Happy February. We've made it through the first month of 2021, which to most of us probably seems wild. I could not be more excited uh, for today's interview, and it's kicking off what I'm going to be calling Couples Month uh, because it's February and that's what we do. And so kicking off Couples Month are my very dear friends, Sandy and Wade. They are like couple goals to the nth degree. They are fitness and wellness experts. They run their own podcast, which they will tell you all about, I'm sure. And they are just all around really genuine, awesome humans who I know have gone through ups and downs and twists and turns and all the things to get where they are now. And um, I just can't wait for you guys to hear their story. So hi, guys. Hi. Hey, Danielle. Thank you so much for having us on. So excited. Duh. Are you kidding? You guys are the best. So you guys, one way I like to start every episode is with a clearing. I used to work for Lululemon and this is something they do really well where before you start a shift, you basically will like say what's on your heart, anything that could potentially prevent you from being fully present in the conversation. And so, for example, mine today is there is a house across the street from me that is putting up a brand new fence in their yard and they are being so loud. And every once in a while, they'll like set off a firework. And I'm just really hoping that we don't hear it during this interview. (laughs) That's a good one. So are we sharing what ours are? Okay. So mine is that in the room that we're recording, we're facing this open window and there's really bright light coming in. And I feel like it's interfering with my energy and like, I need to go close the curtain. We could just reframe that and be like, we're getting a tan while recording the podcast. Do you see this? He's so positive. (laughs) Um, My clearing is just a reminder to myself to listen and not like think about necessarily how I'm going to answer something or where the conversation will go, but just to listen and let it free flow. So good. I would just want you to like tell me like a little bit about yourselves just individually and then we'll get into like you as a couple. But you know, tell me, tell everybody, who are you? Okay, so a little bit about me. My name is Sandy and I was born and raised in Laguna Niguel. I'm the oldest of three. I always say my siblings were the greatest gift my parents ever gave me. I love them so much. I was raised in a home that I mean, we did a lot of amazing incredible, fun things. I had very loving parents and I was always really involved in a lot of extracurricular activities. I was never a great student. I always had a lot of anxiety, like when report cards were coming home. And I always had this entrepreneurial spirit. I always knew I was meant to make a big impact, but I never knew how. And so I went to college because my dad told me I had to. And then after college, I dabbled in several different corporate careers Um, until I finally stumbled upon entrepreneurship. And I'm a big believer that your mess can become your message. And there's been lots of highs and lots of lows in my journey. I unexpectedly lost my mom about eight years ago. 
It's still something I process every day. But in that journey and tragically losing her is how I came upon Wade and stumbling upon him and us starting our love story. So as painful as it is, I'm also grateful because it took me on a completely different path that I never would have expected. So now Wade and I are happily married. We just celebrated two years anniversary and um, we do business together. And yeah, that's a little bit about me. <laughs> I love it. That's my girl. Sandy and my journeys are almost completely opposite in, in a lot of ways where I actually was born in California, but when I was very young, my family moved to the East Coast. So I really grew up in the East Coast in the Boston area. And I grew up loving sports. I, football was my first love. I loved football. And I remember just from a young age, watching Jerry Rice and the 49ers and all the players that I, I, I really loved. And I, I started playing and I loved it. And so that was a big part of my life growing up. And then as I got older into high school, I continued that. But I started to evaluate, okay, what's next in life? Like, what, where do we go from here? We're in school. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at successful people around me. Everyone, you go to college, you get a degree. I think in the Northeast, there's a lot of universities and college and education is very big and, and emphasized up there. So it was kind of almost this pressure to like, okay, you literally have to go to college. And then I started to study what I thought was success, you know, at the time, my definition of success, you know, when I was 17, 18, looking at college was who makes a lot of money? Okay, businessmen do. I looked at like friends, dads or parents or moms like who the, okay, the people in the business world, so I went to a business school, I played football there, and then I got my master's degree in finance. And then I was like, okay, I bet time to go. I better go into the working world. And I went into finance and I developed a lot of skills and education around the business world. But I realized this isn't what I'm passionate about. This isn't the way I'm meant to serve the world. You know, it makes a great living, like as far as on paper, it looks great. But in my heart, I was like, gosh, I really feel. Like I was made for more than this. Like I, I'm here to bring a different value to the world than what I'm doing day in, day out for this finance firm. So about seven years in, I really got that bug and, you know, backtracking, I guess we can, we'll kind of get into our story, but Sandy and I got together. But at this point, when I made the jump from the finance world into entrepreneurship, it was, it was with Sandy. And now, as she mentioned, we get to do business and life together and there's really, and now I really feel like walking in in my purpose and our purpose together is to empower people that, you know, if if they feel they have a purpose or a light to offer the world, they they it's there for a reason. And we help people, you know, in business and through health and through a lot of different ways. And it's just so fulfilling to do together. That's a little bit about us separately. Sandy always tells our story together better, but <laughs> you guys are you guys are seriously just so amazing and like knowing that you guys come from such similar like such different backgrounds but like you have such amazing similarities in the way that you view the world and the way that you view relationships and it's just been so fun getting to know you over the last couple of years for those of you who don't know we uh all three of us we run businesses in like similar industries in the same industry actually we run similar businesses in the same industry there we go that's what i wanted to say so I want to ask you guys, in your opinion, as a couple, what does it mean to live acoustically as a couple? Like it mm. just without any, without any pretense or anything, just when you hear living acoustically as a couple, like what comes to mind? To me, that means being synergistically connected on all realms. 
So like we were talking about this yesterday, we were doing a neighborhood walk and we were talking about how incredible that our life is all synergistically connected. Just three years ago, Wade would come home from a long day at work and it was like, what was your day like? I would have no idea. He would have no idea what my day was like. Now we wake up together, we go to sleep together, we work together, we're together all the time. And so when I think about being acoustically connected and together, it's that. It's that like we we're on the same page. Does that kind of make sense? Oh, it it totally makes sense. Breezy <sighs> and I are the exact same way. And like she obviously we don't do business together, but I mean, for take this podcast, for example. I am really good at creating content. I am not good at Google Docs. And like, <laughs> thank goodness Breezy is because yeah, I mean, it all flows the way it does because of the support that we get from the people who we love the most. So that's like the perfect answer probably ever that you I love it. <laughs> I want to jump in there too, because I yeah, think that's such a in. powerful question. Like I've never been asked that or even like use the word acoustic very much over the past five years, maybe a couple times. But when I think mm -hmm. of, you know, that word and being a couple and what that means together, when I think of acoustics, this is just where my brain goes. Like I'm maybe a little more rational or logical brain, but I think of acoustic, I think of music. And then when I think of music, I think of like flow and rhythm and energy and vibration. And then that I translate that my brain then goes into, okay, within our life and our relationship, really everything what you realize in life is an energy, is a vibration, is flow and rhythm. And sometimes it might be a little choppier, sometimes it's much smoother. But what we've realized through our life is coming together and being on that same vibration where maybe we don't even think alike on certain things, or we disagree on certain things, but our underlying the foundation foundation in life and what we want to do together in this life, it, it comes from a place of similar energy or synergy and like similar acoustics. So that's kind of how I break it down in my brain. But I feel like we kind of skipped over Sandy and Wade and how we came together. And I know you tell that way better than me. I mean, yeah, I want to know that story because I think like what I was going to ask after was, okay, so that's like acoustically as a couple, but do you guys think, and maybe, you know, tell us your story intertwined in this answer is like, do you think that you can live acoustically as a couple without being acoustic in yourself? And, you know, how does that journey, I guess, inform how you live as a couple, right? Wow, that's a really deep question. And you could do it, but I don't think it would be to its fullest. Like, it's like that, that phrase, it's like, you can't love someone else if you don't love yourself first. Like, you have to be doing the inner work and have that deep understanding of who you are and self-love and doing all all the inner work truly to be able to pour into someone else. So I think my answer to that would be no. I think so too. I think yeah. my answer is like a hard no. I think in anything you go venture to do, it, whether that's a relationship, a, a marriage, a parenthood, a business, getting on a health journey, anything, whatever it is, looking to build your life in any way. I think the foundationally, you need to know who you are. And I think being acoustically within yourself is understanding who you are. And then like, okay, how do you do that? It's going through life and living through life. But it, it is those, like Sandy said, those points of introspection, like whether it is 
whatever you do, maybe you whip out a journal or those intuitive thoughts you have in the shower or feelings or emotions, like those things are there for a reason. Your intuition is right. And it's so powerful. Like quick story is Sandy and I recently did a road trip to Aspen and we're driving through Utah and there's no service. And it was so amazing because we're disconnected from the outside world. We don't even have an opportunity to text or call anyone or go on Instagram or anything. So we're there in our own thoughts, in our own conversation, in our own acoustics. And that's when you realize in those moments of silence or disconnection from the world is you start to understand your inner self and things start to come out. And it's like, we live this crazy, busy life. Everyone's so busy these days, right? But when we spend time with us, you're not super busy. Yeah. If you're not super busy and you're not like going like crazy, then you're not doing it right. Like that's right. how nuts we've gotten. <laughs> so true. And yeah, so those moments of silence bring those under help you understand like who you are. And then from there, once you do understand who you are, and that can, that can evolve over time. But once you that that foundational understanding enables you to go in with that, that strong foundation into a relationship into a business into anything. So I think you got to be acoustic with yourself before really jiving and becoming acoustic with, you know, a partner. Yeah. So then Sandy, tell me about that. Tell me about that journey that you guys have had as a couple and how like, you know, what lessons you've learned along the way and like how you've kind of found, because I know we've talked outside of the podcast just about, you know, things we've had to do personally in order to be the best partner. And I would love to hear that story. And I know so many people can like totally relate to you guys. So yeah, tell me about it. Tell me about the journey you guys have had. Okay, so Wade and I met in 1989 um, when we were just babies. Our, it's a crazy backstory, but my dad and Wade's mom went to high school together in Wayland, Massachusetts about 45 years ago. So they've been family friends for a long time. And when Wade's mom was pregnant with him and my mom was pregnant with me, they bumped into each other like in California, Laguna Niguel, California, 3000 miles away from where my dad and his mom went to high school together. So it's like really crazy how this all happened. And so they're both having their first baby. And so I was born first and three weeks later, Wade was born. And so we became like baby best friends. Like we literally have pictures and videos like of our first couple years of our life. Like our moms did everything together. And we obviously don't remember that, but we're really grateful that we have the footage of it. And then when we were two, Wait, I got my first kiss at one. You did. We were in our onesies. There's a picture of it. I got a Santa hat on. Sandy's nickname now is Sandy Claus. I was like, did I have something to do with that first kiss at one in the Santa hat? (laughs) Maybe. Um, So then when we were two, they moved, Wade's family moved back to the East Coast. And so our families remained friends for years. Like my mom would go visit Jen and Jen would come visit us. And sometimes all the kids would come would be like a family affair. And So I always, we always knew each other and we were like friends on Facebook, but we didn't really have like any sort of depth to a relationship. And I remember when we were, I think it was when you graduated high school, your Christmas card had like (laughs) that year, your Christmas card had like you and three of your friends and you were like smoking a cigar. And I remember getting that Christmas card and I was like, I stashed it in my desk. I'm like, oh my God, he's so hot. (laughs) And my little brother who's nine years younger was like, why do you have, why do you have a heart like on our cousin's? Christmas card. I'm like, he's not our cousin. My brother thought Wade is our cousin for so long. I also remember one, like on that note on story front is we came out to visit and we were playing hide and go seek with like your siblings, my siblings or my brother. And 
I actually, you tell this story better, but I remember we were playing hide and seek and we were like old enough, like in high school at that point where we were family friends, but kind of that interest of like, okay, my family yeah. friend's kind of cute. Like what if she yeah. finds me in the closet? That would be cool with me. <laughs> and it's so funny that you guys said that about cousins. Cause I have so, we have so many family friends that we are like our cousins. And then like you get older and you go, wait, are they not really my cousins? Like, I don't, I don't understand, but like the fact that you guys <laughs> went through that and like always been like, oh yeah, cousins. And then all of a sudden you like went through puberty and you were like, we're not cousins. We are not. <laughs> like, thank God we're not cousins. <laughs> yeah. But from there, I think from there, like we, you know, we would visit each other every few years, remain family friends, understood we weren't cousins, but it wasn't <laughs> until really tragedy hit that brought us together and coming back to Sandy's message of your mess can become your message. And, and in tragedy, there can become new life and different, you know, things that happen in your life. And I feel like probably better for you to go in. On so it. eight years ago, so it was February of 2013. Mm-hmm. So about eight years ago, yeah, eight years ago, my mom passed away. And that was a really like earth shattering event for me. And so I had a corporate job, I was working at the Ritz Carlton. Um, and I was like, been dating someone for five years, but my world just turned upside down. And I was like, what am I doing? I quit my job. I broke up with him. I flew across the country to be with Wade's mom because she's my mom's best friend. I'm like, I want to be near maternal energy. I need to talk about this like terrible grieving thing that I'm going through. And so I had a great time with Jen. Um, and I was only supposed to be there for a few nights before I was supposed to take a train from visiting her in Boston to Philly. And the exact train I was supposed to get on crashed on its way to get me. And so I had to stay there, got to stay there an extra four days. And during those four days, Wade was home visiting his mom. And so I always knew who he was, but I didn't really know him. And honestly, had my mom not passed away, I wouldn't have quit my job. I wouldn't have broken up with that boyfriend. I wouldn't have flown across the country to visit Jen. The train wouldn't have crashed. Wade and I wouldn't be together. And so that's kind of my, like something I'm, I have such conviction in, in is sometimes when things happen that make no sense, they might not make sense for a while. It's kind of like now hindsight 2020, I look back at it and as painful as it still is, like I wouldn't change a thing. Like my life today would not be the way it is if my mom was still here. So it's really crazy. Yeah. What a powerful, like, gosh, to be able to say that. I mean, my dad is really sick right now and like, we're just, you know, loving every second we have with him. Like he starts hospice today, actually. Mm. Um, It's been hard and it's, but it's so crazy to have that realization, I think, where you're like, wow, as hard as that is, mm-hmm. I wouldn't change it because of where I am. It's led me. Yeah. I, I like, I think I've, I knew that, like, I knew that you guys reconnected, but I don't think I knew it to that extent. That's, that's a really amazing story. If that's not a sign that like everything happens for a reason. And, you know, if we're talking about living acoustically, right. If we're talking about mm-hmm. just open to experiences. I mean, can you imagine if you would have been closed off to experiences in that moment or gosh, or if that train had never crashed or if you had never gotten on, like, can you imagine? I mean, so crazy. And to talk about acoustic, acoustically, like that when Sandy visited, like we were still family friends, but there was just that acoustic energy where like, I want to empower people like when that that intuitive feeling again, like when Sandy was there, I just saw her in this new light. I got we were adults like 
I showed her around Boston. I was there for her as a friend, like in that moment, but like there was this deeper acoustic energy and connection there. And there was this like inner knowing in my soul where I was like, this is my person. And we, we, it was, you know, a time of mourning. So it was totally respectful and friendship time. But like there was this underlying, it was this like, is my person knowing. It's like the deepest chemistry you've ever, like I remember being so sad when I left being like, I just lost my mom. I quit my job. So I'm unemployed. And I'm pretty sure I'm in love with a man that lives 3000 miles away from me. So great. But we didn't <laughs> disclose that. So no. we just like felt the energy. Oh. But we didn't like say or act on that or anything. It was like and but we discovered each other. We always say we discovered each other. So at the very end, when she was taking a bus to Philadelphia to visit her her aunt's, I was like, I'm going to shoot my shot. I'm going to tell her like, she's an amazing person. I just so appreciate her energy. I'm here for her as a friend. And at the very end, and I was like, PS, we should make a pact to get married one day. And I was like, boom, send it. I sent it like I called the millennial love letter. And I just texted it. And I was like, not looking at my phone for a while, but she received it. Oh, yeah, I received it. And from that moment on, I was like, you were like, Okay. <laughs> I'm like, that's my husband. Like it's going down, even though it took another five years till we finally got married. <laughs> yeah. That's a you're whole like, nother journey okay, story. Well, I'm single now. Yeah. You're like, I'm single now. So like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. You guys, what an awesome, Oh, that is such a good story. Actually, if you don't mind, I'll tell you like a little bit about like that, my journey. Similarly, I got married when I was 20 to my high school sweetheart. We like moved to England because I got a job in England. He was in the military and like casually got stationed there also. We came back. I ended up getting separated. Before my divorce was actually finalized, I met my son's dad. We fell madly in love and had Owen literally on our year anniversary. Like that's how fast everything happened. Yeah. And then obviously like we didn't work out. And then Breezy had been my best friend for a few years. And so after like things had ended with my son's dad, like it was, it was ugly for a while because there were a lot of emotions involved. But Mm -hmm. now years later, I get along great with my son's dad. Like we are very close. And obviously Breezy is like the most incredible human on the planet. And what's crazy is everyone's like, wow, you've lived quite a life. Like, wow, you've done a lot in your, you know, 33 years. And I'm like, well, Yeah, but if I would have never gotten married and I would have never moved back and I would have never found Soul Cycle, which is like a huge part of my the last decade of my life, if I would have never found that, I would have never met Owen's dad. I would have never had Owen. I would have never met Breezy. I would have never met some of my very best friends. I mean, it's so true. We have to stop. I think I think my my biggest my biggest advice to people when they are like going through the ups and downs of life, right. Is, and you can totally add on to this, but I tell people all the time, I'm like, don't focus so hard on how things should be right Mm -hmm. on what you think is going to happen for your life. Because if you would have asked me when I was 20 years old, I was getting married and that was it. Everything was great. Like I would have never told you that I was, would be where I am today. Right. And thank goodness that I've been on this spiritual journey with myself and this like journey to truly know who I am and like what I stand for and to expand my mind to places that I 
probably previously would have never even considered. I mean, it's just such a cool, it's just like such a cool journey, right? I mean, totally. I love that recap. I actually didn't know that you lived in England. That's so cool. Amazing. I really believe like every, it's so crazy because literally every turn could redirect the entire course of your life, right? Like if you turn right versus if you turn left could literally change the course of your entire life. And so it's like every move matters as small as an, and as mundane as it might seem like it really matters. And like, and I always tell people too, like be a yes girl or a yes man. Like if an opportunity comes your way, like be a yes person. Cause you never know like who you're going to meet, what opportunity will come your way, what doors it will open for you. Like just, I just think like be a yes person. I think too, to add to that, like oftentimes, and we almost grow up in a society where there's somewhat of a right and a wrong way, whether it's, you know, the right way is to go to college and to get the corporate job and do what most people do. And, you know, and then, you know, retire at 55 or 65, like that was the route I was on. Or maybe the route is, you know, marry a woman or marry a man or whatever. Like we have this typical route or the right way we're supposed to follow. But the biggest thing I've learned is there's not a right or a wrong way. There's a your way, like your way, like you're here, like coming back to for a purpose, for a reason. And that those feelings you have are true. They're real. They're your way. They're the, they're your right way. And so follow that, like follow your heart, follow that intuition you have, whatever that may be, wherever that may lead you, even if it's not typical. Because to be honest, like, you know, in what we do together, but we empower a lot of people, like if, if you want to live a life that is not typical, you got to be willing to step outside of what is typical. You got to be willing to do what most people won't do. You got to be willing to zig while people zag or vice versa. And so mm-hmm. I think there's not a right or wrong way, but there, there's a your way and, and just take that and be true to it. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So it's so true, right? I mean, we get we get so caught up in what should be. I mean, I've been the black sheep of my family since I mean, since I was born, honestly. If you would ask my mom, <laughs> she'd be like, Oh yeah, she's been keeping us on our toes since, you know, she was <laughs> since she was a child. She doesn't actually have an accent. I don't know why I just gave her one. <laughs> shout out to Terry. Terry, I love you. But she, I mean, since I was like, Hey, I'm getting married, she was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and like my dad, I was gonna go to college for business one semester dropped out. I was like, I will be going to school for theater from now on. Thank you so much. <laughs> my dad's like, I'm sorry, what? Like you were, you were like one of, like you were like one of the top graduating in your class. You're going to go to theater school. I'm like, yep, going to go to theater school. Oh, now I'm going to get married. Now I'm going to move across the world. Like, so I've been giving my, my family a run for their money since I was born. So I think like in that way, it's always been good because then every time I've switched something, they're like, okay, well, you usually figure it out. Hope you do this time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just one of those things where, yeah, you're so, you nailed it. Like you can either do what everybody expects you to do, which I'm sure Sandy, when you decided to like hop on a plane right after your mom passed away and like go visit a family friend, I'm sure there are people that probably thought that was a weird decision, but like, thank freaking goodness you did it. Right. I mean, totally. That and people were like, you're quitting your job. I'm like, they're like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to heal. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to break up with your boyfriend. He's so good for you. Like you're going to break up with him after five years. Gosh. I mean, Hi. yeah. yeah. And history yeah. sometimes repeats itself. She did that again. in like, we then long distance dated to like bridge the gap mm. for years 
And then Sandy is an action taker. You know, we love the quote, leaders make a decision, then they make them the right decision. Sandy was like, all right, we've been long distance dating. We always talked about, I always have this pull, this gravitational pull to California. I always knew I would end up there. I always knew I would end up there with Sandy. But we were both building our careers separately. She was in California. I was in Boston. She's like, you know what? I'm selling my small business, this juice uh, franchise that I own. I'm going to move to Boston with you for a year max. And then we're moving to California together. I was like, boom, conviction here. Okay, let's do that. Yeah, cool. And how, I mean, how many people in your life including people close to you, like you're selling your business and moving across the country for a guy you aren't even engaged to yet. Like, what are you going to do? Like, oh my gosh, we take those risks. And I just, Mm -hmm. it's all a part of our story, but it was just, it was amazing part of our story. And Sandy inspires me so much in that. And sometimes you just feel what's right, take action on it. And like you both said, like, we'll always figure it out. I mean, everyone who's listening here, you're like, undefeated in life, right? You figured everything out up until this point, or maybe you're figuring something out right now. Yeah. I mean, that would be my, anybody who's listening right now, like, did you hear that? If you are going through something that you're like, I don't know if I don't know what to do in this situation, or I say, follow that gut. That first thing that you think of when you wake up in the morning, I always say, I tell Breezy this all the time, because my beautiful fiance is absolutely a Gemini in every way, every sense of the word. And so making decisions, especially big ones, is not her strong point. And she's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what I really want to do with my life. I don't know this. And I always just tell her the first thing you think when you wake up in the morning, that's what you should go chase. Like that is what you should be doing. And she did. She like, she didn't, she always thought about becoming like a fitness model. She's like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I I think I could be good at that. I'm like, are you kidding me? You'd be so good. Literally, she kept thinking about it. And then she finally took action. And the first agency she emailed represented her. The very first thing she auditioned for, she got. Like she, it's wow. just yeah. When you when you're when you align with the part of you that is true and real, everything clicks. And that's you guys are the perfect freaking example of that. Like you guys both aligned within yourselves, and then your relationship has fallen into place. I'm sure. I mean, obviously, like every relationship has its up and downs, but you guys. You, you guys aligned with yourself. So you were able to align with each other. That is beautiful. Alignment is huge. That's one of my favorite words too. being in alignment, being in total alignment. That is the best feeling when you're out of alignment, you know it, you're like, I oh, yeah. am not well. <laughs> and then when you're in al- <laughs> exactly, but when you're in alignment, it feels so good. And you're like, how do I stay here forever? <laughs> yeah. So I want to ask, Sandy, what are you most proud of in Wade? In Wade? Mm-hmm. Oh. Like what in Wade, what are you most proud of? If you had to pick one thing, I know that that list is probably very long, but what are you most proud of? Oh my gosh. I can think of a million things, but the first like most powerful thing that comes to me is his unwavering po- positivity. Like in mm-hmm. any situation, Wade is truly like what you see is what you get, like how he is on social media, like that's how he is. Like sometimes I've gotten frustrated with him because I'm like, how is this not making you upset? Like Wade looks at the positive at everything. And it's really a gift because he just has a way of even things that are really hard or tragic or fill in the blank, whatever negative Wade has a way of like taking that in and then being like his response is always positive. And I just find that super, super inspiring because I literally don't know anyone in my life that's like that. And I wish I could be more like that sometimes. 
No, but Thank you guys you. are yin and yang of each other. You balance each other. You you can't be mm-hmm. like that because if you were like that also, then there would be no one to like hold you guys to the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I receive that. I'm that way too. And Breezy is always like, it is a good thing that I am real, like realistic because <laughs> you're not. <laughs> Like at the world, like literally, this room could be on fire right now, and I would be like, "It's fine, we're gonna figure it out." Like, don't worry, we're good. <laughs> like, no, literally, we have to go. Like, the house is on fire. I'll be like, "Hold on, I'm just gonna finish this podcast real quick. I'll be right there." <laughs> that would be me. Yes, <laughs> so good. Yeah. That's uh, a wait, great question. You, thanks, Wade. What are you most proud of in Sandy? I am most proud of if Sandy does. The the thing she does most for the world, I think her service to the world is unleashing and empowering like other people's souls or like lighting them on fire. Like just the kind of question of like we, this question hit the other day and I was like, that is Sandy. That is perfect for, perfect for her. We saw it was just, but what if you fly? So she instills that question in other people's souls. But what if you fly? Because I think what I'm most proud of is her bravery and her vision for the life that she wanted to create, but the va- the value she wanted to add to the world, what she wanted to do for the world, her legacy or what she, you know, the good she was doing in the world. And it just comes down to that. Like she instills that question on people's heart. But what if you fly? And I, she inspires me. She's, she's put that on my heart and helped me fly. Yeah. And now we're flying together. And now it's our, you know, our, mission to do that together and so I've learned a lot from her and I think that is like her superpower that I'm just so proud of I could not love that more you guys are just so it you almost have that relationship where people go that's not real like behind closed doors they must it like it can't be that good but I know you both and I know it is actually that good but I think it's just what we've been saying this whole time when you when you center yourself and you figure out who you truly are and peel back all of those layers, right, that we put on like armor, when we finally peel all that back, what's left is a raw, genuine, authentic, acoustic human who is ready to what did what was your word synergize with another Mm -hmm. person? Mm -hmm. I mean, you guys are the perfect example of that. So thank you for sharing all of that. And don't get it twisted. We we definitely have our little like Baker Sue, like earlier today, I opened up a letter. In the past few times I've opened up a letter, I'm like super, I just rip it wide open. And I might the even- The envelope. The envelope. And I might even accidentally rip the Christmas card, which I did once. And she's like, babe, you're not going to instill this into our children. I'm like, babe, you literally asked me to do these little things. I have a running list of 50 things that I have to do. And opening a letter, can I just open a letter the way I want to open it? She's like, no, because our children will not just rip envelopes wide open with reckless abandoned. And so like, we'll literally get into like a little tiff because of it. So of course we get into tiffs. But at the end of the day, if you are acoustic and your souls together and aligned, we've been using that word a lot too. aligned, like it, you know, that stuff is surface level and you get through that. What are your signs? I'm an Aries and Wade's a Taurus. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, you guys understand each other really, really, really well. (laughs) We do. (laughs) That's I want awesome. to learn more about like all that stuff. I don't know a whole lot about it. Mm-mm, me neither. I've, I'm so into it. I mean, you're like, you're a fire sign, Sandy, and I'm a fire yes. sign. Mm-hmm. And it's fire signs work so well with signs like Taurus. Like it's just, it's just a really beautiful, 
you understand each other. And it's crazy because for Tauruses, not a lot of people do understand them. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people will like take it as something that it's not. Mm -hmm. And you like really understand that about him. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's like, you understand the, like the nooks and crannies of like Wade's soul, you know, (laughs) she does say I do. (laughs) That's so awesome. You guys are so amazing. Um, okay. I want to do something with you guys before I let you go. It's quick fire questions. Are you yes. ready for this? Do it. Okay. So I normally do like one minute, but I'm going to do two minutes because I'm going to ask it. You guys are going to answer questions about each other. Oh. Um, and it has to be the first thing that comes to mind. Like you don't get time to think about it. Okay. We're going to see how many we can do. Okay. Love it. <laughs> okay. First, like I'll go, like I'll start with Wade. I'll give you a question and it'll be like about Sandy. I'm going to use the word. I'm just going to read it. I have these cards. They're from the company. We are not really strangers. If you guys don't follow them on Instagram, you should like this company is doing such amazing things, but I, they have these cards and you can just like get to know each other better. And so I am going to ask you guys these questions. And And we just quick, like one word answer or like short answer. Okay. Yeah. Or like however much you need that you want. No, I'm not giving you an example. You don't need one. You're fine. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Oh my gosh. These are so good. Okay. Wait, Wade. This is about Sandy. Do you think she's usually early on time or late in events? Explain. Ooh, unfortunately I'm going to say late, even though we're working on being early because we're just very optimistic in our timing and we are very productive in our days and I'm replacing the word busy with productive. So we always squeeze a lot in and then sometimes we'll end up five minutes late and like, babe, we need to work on this. We need to show up early. Okay. Sandy, as a child, what did Wade want to be? A professional football player? Yep. Correct. (laughs) Is that right? Yeah. Uh, Wade, does Sandy fall in love easily? Oh yeah. Oh, it's a lineage thing. It runs in the family. (laughs) things that you you're going to a deserted island you can bring three things or people what would they be or people okay I'm bringing Wade I need my sleep mask mm-hmm. like it really helps me sleep well <laughs> yep, and I uh I need my 9.5 living pH water mm-hmm. yes you do because otherwise yeah you'd be struggling yeah yes um okay <laughs> Uh, Wade, you are going to um, Macy's. Okay, you're walking into Macy's and you can pick one thing for Sandy. What is it? Ooh, I'm a big shoe person. So I'm going to pick it for me, but like I love dressing her. So I'm going to get her like a really cool pair of probably high top shoes. Oh, hopefully she likes those. Okay. <laughs> uh, Sandy, Wade's favorite color? Blue. Yep. Wade, what's the next thing you want to create together with Sandy? Oh, baby. So easy. Oh, I knew you were going <laughs> to Um, Sandy, what does Wade need to hear right now in this moment, in this second? That he's very loved and special. Mm, love that. Um, Wade, what, if anything, could you help Sandy with right now? Ooh, organization. I knew you were going to say Systematizing that. Systematizing her life a little bit, like letting her fly, but just having some grounded systems. Teaching her how to use a Google Doc. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. And last question. Here's for both of you. If you guys were a band, what would your band name be? Oh. Each of you can answer. It doesn't have to agree. 
Oh man. I'm gonna go with the magnets. <laughs> Just corny and like irrelevant. Ooh, oh my gosh. Okay. I was gonna say like Oh my gosh, like I was going to say baby magnets because we're baby best friends and then I thought of magnets. All right, so magnets are involved. Baby magnets, I love it. so weird. Cool. That doesn't cool, sound like the creepiest. Baby. That doesn't sound like the creepiest band name ever, don't the worry. creepiest, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting okay. that. You guys are, thank you for answering those. That was very entertaining. <laughs> Um, and then last, before I, I let you guys go, I need you to tell me all about Getting Magnetic, where we can find it, what's it about, tell me everything. Oh, so good. Okay, well, thank you for having us. That was really fun. So I'm like, fun. why is it already over? Yeah. Um, so Getting Magnetic is, Getting Magnetic with Sandy and Wade is our podcast that we launched November 4th of 2020. So it's been out for a few months. And this is something we've wanted to do for a long time, but we just didn't really know where to start. And what we talk about is like, I mean, there's no limits. We talk about all things. We talk about entrepreneurship. We talk about relationships. We talk about finances. We talk about sex. We talk about marriage. We talk about all things. We interview like epic guests. We talk about tangible experiences and stories. And we're just, we want to keep it real. All with the underlying tone of just getting magnetic to that that life you desire and, and creating the life you desire, getting magnetic to it. So yeah, you can find us on Instagram at Getting Magnetic or just search Getting Magnetic with Sandy and Wade on wherever you listen to podcasts. Awesome. Well, I can't wait. You guys were doing a trade. So they're on mine. I'm on theirs. Yes. You can you can hear all the things. I just really love you guys. And I think that you are such a shining example for couple goals, but also just like human goals. You guys are just really solid humans. And it was just thank you so much for giving me your time, as I always say, time is such a precious gift. And the fact that you guys gave me yours today is just really, really humbling. And I'm just very grateful to you guys. So thank you. Mm. Well, we appreciate you. You are equally as special to us and just a radiant being. We love connecting with you. And uh, yeah, thank Seriously, you for having really us. really honored to be on here. Thank you. Uh, see you guys soon. Uh, you guys, don't you just, I love them so much. Their hearts, their souls, the way that they talk about each other. I can see them the whole time we're recording and like the way they look into each other's eyes is just something so special. I adore them. I hope you love them as much as I do. Next week, we are continuing right along with February Couples Month and we get to hear from my dear friends, Jessica Marino and Melanie Griffith. They have found each other through what seems like impossible and unrealistic I guess, circumstances and the way that they've come together and this life that they are creating is just something that is so awe-inspiring. And one is like one of the best triathletes in the world. The other is a motivational guru and hearing them speak is everything. So I'm so, so, so excited for you to hear from both of them. If you are loving what you're hearing, we are officially in February and we would love to hear from you. So please rate this podcast review this podcast, leave us some comments, tell us what you're loving, tell us what you want more of. Do not forget to subscribe and tell everybody you know about it. And if you want to get in touch with us, go ahead and find us at on the daily pod on Instagram. We are very active. We love your comments. Tell us what you want to, there's guests you want to hear from, or if there's topics you want us to cover or ideas that you have, we want to hear all of it. 
and we are so excited to hear from you. So I hope you guys have a beautiful day and we will see you soon.